This is Today's Living Hope with Linda Penn. Life's hard and you don't need to go through it alone. Together, we're going to find God's direction for living. To join the conversation, call 1-800-684-2848 or 883-5000. Now, live from the studios of WDCX, here's your host, Linda Penn. Hey, welcome to today's Living Hope. And that's exactly what we are sharing today is hope and all the different subjects and topics that we're talking about. It's different every week and we are on four different stations and podcasts. And we know that you want to keep being informed because there is hope for today through the person of Jesus Christ, through what the Bible says. And all of our guests represent who Jesus is, whether it's in a book, whether it's in a topic, whether it's in a business, and we have them on our program to give you information and hope for today, reality of today, the truth, so you can face hope for tomorrow. So we're really going to jump in, and I'm going to tell you ahead of time, because it's going to be a fast two hours, and we're going to have Esther from EG Tax as our first guest, because you know we're in tax season, and there isn't anything better than having someone and the person who has is the president of EG Tax with 32 offices celebrating 30 years of her family serving your family. And I personally have my taxes done by Esther at EG Tax. So she is our first guest. Second guest will be Rob Palazunski, Absolute Truth and Prophecy, as we see what the current events are in our world, what the Bible says, and then what we are to do as Christians. And then in the last half hour, wow. Dominic Zaccarelli is going to be here, and we're going to talk about when God shows up. So I'd like to welcome my first guest, Esther. Good afternoon. How are you? Hi, Linda. Happy uh, Valentine's Day. Yes. Isn't that beautiful? Yes. I hope everyone is celebrating, doing something to um, their significant um, person, friend, child, spouse. Yes. Happy Valentine's Day. Hey, this is a different tax year, don't you think? Oh, for sure. Uh, well, it's wonderful. It's because I love the Lord, and it's wonderful to be on WDCX and to serve uh, the Christian community. Well, and you know, I just was uh, driving in today. I thought, you know what, we're, you're going to give us the scoop on some of the things that have changed, but I really want to have you on just to tell your story. We're going to have to oh, do well, that. <laughs> I, well, God is so good, right? I mean, what would I, what would, I would never want to walk without him. Oh, amen. Never, We've never regretted our decision to have him in our hearts and souls, uh, and to live for him every day, right? Amen. That's for sure. <laughs> well, we're going to give the information a little bit later about your um, your website, and uh, it is full of stuff to click on with blogs, understand. You're virtually doing appointments. You're doing them in person, and they can drop their tax things off to you at 32 different locations. So, Esther, what is what do we need to know this year? Well, you know, here, the thing is, it's like walking in a minefield and it's all covered up with dirt, and so you can't. Mm, did we lose you, Esther? We're checking with our uh, sound booth here, and we may have lost her. We may have to call again. In the meantime, um, I wanted to let you know, if you go on her website, egtax.com, you will see that certainly the numbers to call her. You will be able to click and see all the different locations of which 
Um, she has offices which are open from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. And they're also open on Saturdays from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. You also can click down a little bit further. You can make that appointment online. And also there's different things that you can look here and read. Like you can schedule that appointment. Uh, take the tax lady home with you to schedule a virtual um, return. You can... Um, Look at her blogs, uh, and you know what? There's no question that is just too big or too small for an answer. So here on the website, which I like this too, you can just click and say, ask the tax lady, type in your question, and she will answer within 24 hours. So, boy, that is just really some great service for all of us, uh, and um, you're going to really enjoy, if you haven't ever gone to EG Tax. Uh, you're going to want to make that appointment. So I think we have Esther back with us. Hi, Esther. Yeah, something happened. But anyway. Yes. So kids that are, that are on unemployment this year, the parents may not want to claim them because there's such a thing called kitty tax. And it makes the kid pay taxes at the parents' rate. And parents don't know that. That's like one one thing out there. Another thing, I had a pastor that came in the other day, pastor's son came in the other day, took some money out of his uh, 401k plan to pay for his education because he lost his job. And it was quite a sizable amount of money. And I said, well, this is great because in the tax law this year, you can spread out those COVID-related distributions for a pension plan over three years. And so he said to me, um, no, I'd rather pay it up front. Well, I did it my way. We got a $600 refund. And then he said, well, how about if we do it, we do it my way? And so when I did it his way, he owed $20,000. He said, I think I like it your way, your way a lot better. <laughs> that's why we go to but Esther I at mean, EG Tax, that's for sure. <laughs> I'm, I mean, that's, I mean, there are so many things. That, another thing, earned income credit. People know that if they have children living in their home and they have wages they can get, and their income is, let's say, under 40000 they can get an earned income credit from the federal government. Well, this year, a lot of people got unemployment. If you get unemployment, you don't qualify for the earned income credit. But in the tax law, one of these changes, you can use the 2019 wages if you don't have wages for 2020 to base your earned income credit on. And I just had a little girl in here today, and she ended up getting $5,000 she didn't know she, she had coming. So there's all of these landmines out there. Really different this year, isn't it? And you really got to know your oh stuff. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you got to do it many ways. How about something changed with uh, college students this year, being able to claim your child? Well, and that is most, most parents think they should claim their children. But this year, your college-age student who is working might want to file their own return because then they'll get the stimulus as well. So they have the $600 stimulus. The $1,200 stimulus that looks like there's going to be a $1,400 stimulus. Um, and so it isn't as easy as when it was before where, where the parents would say, I want the education credit, because now it might be better for the kid to do it because of stimulus. Wow. And, we, yeah, we really see, we really I think mean, that other really, one's going to come down the pike? Oh, you mean the 1400 Yes. Yeah, I do. I think something's going to come down the pike for sure. I think. Okay. It's just it's all, they're they're making so much noise about it. I think they will. Okay. What else has changed um, in our well, system? Well, okay. So 
well, what happened is a lot of people have gotten, they, they, they were working and they got unemployment. What people don't realize is that the state of New York won't send you the unemployment form unless you ask for it or download it yourself. So you have to be real careful to make sure that you claim the unemployment. Now, people will say to me, I bet you the stimulus is taxable, too. It's not, but there's a recovery rebate form on this year's tax return that they ask you how much stimulus you got. Because if you didn't get it, you might be able to get it. If, if, uh, if, you, if your income was too high last year and you didn't get it, you might be able to get it this year if your income went down. So that's another really important thing is the recovery rebate. Wow. Absolutely it is because of what's happened in our lives. We have to know those extra things to get the most benefit uh, as we're filing taxes and get the, the best refund we can get, right? Well, of course. You know, and the Bible says, render unto Caesar the things that are Caesar's and unto God the things that are God. And, and so you, you don't certainly want to let the federal government take 10 or 15 or 5 or $6,000 of your money because you weren't aware of some of the changes in the law. It's just breathtaking, um, some of the things that you have to do. It's interesting. Many times student, uh, people that are filing a joint return where they have um, a student loan debt and they, don't, they file separately because they don't want their repayment plan to be based upon their joint income. Well, this year, since they put the student loans on the back burner, many of my clients that had been filing separately are now filing jointly because there is no problem with the student loan debt because it's been forgiven until September of this year. That's another change. I mean, it's just unbelievable the the things that, um, that happen. For instance, people that took money out of their pension plan last year or IRA up to $100,000 can spread out the taxability of that pension over a three-year period using the form 8915E. I tell you, so it pays to uh, go to someone thing. that knows that knows what's happening this year uh, with all the changes that uh, that are happening, and all your offices are open from right. 9 and to 9. Not, not, tonight to 9 to 9, and normally all of our, our offices are closed on Sunday because we, re, we observe the Lord's Day. But the mall, uh, the McKinley Mall, uh, wants us to be open during mall hours. So we're even open at the McKinley Mall on on Sundays, and we will be open tomorrow. The important thing is, if you're a do-it-yourselfer, have somebody else look at your tax return because you want to make sure you didn't shoot yourself in the foot this year uh, because you didn't know a change in the law, and there it's sweeping. You know, it's interesting because you're talking from what you've just told me right now. It's not change, uh, you know, shoot yourself in the foot. I think it's shoot yourself in the in the head because going online, how do you? I mean, nothing's going to pop up and say, "Well, this is a change now. Now you got to do this." You're just going to follow the format again, right? Well, and that's what that's why I say it's like a landmine because yes. in a landmine, you look at it and you say, "Oh, this is a flat field," and you just walk across it. La, 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 and kaboom, you know, you've missed something. And so that is so, so important. So in, in, in all of this that went on this year, don't just assume it's business as, as usual. Don't think that you're going to claim your kid who's in college because it may be better for your kid to claim himself. 
uh, if kids that have unemployment, you have to understand, especially if you are going to claim them on your return, the kids might have to pay kitty tax, which is basically paying taxes at the parent's top rate. So you want to make sure you do that. Um, it's just it's stunning. And re- make sure you download that unemployment form because it is taxable. Stimulus is not, unemployment is. And there's lots of people with lots of unemployment. And the other thing is they just came out with a notice uh, from the state of New York that says that they're going to go after uh, unemployment cheaters, people that shouldn't have been collecting. And uh, I've done several news broadcasts this week about that. If you have stretched the truth, so to speak, and you want to make sure that you don't continue with your unemployment, because if you don't qualify, they're going after people and uh, for fraud. So you want to be very careful. It looks so easy to collect unemployment. Make sure that you qualify. That's very interesting because they are doing uh, checks and balances on that, aren't they? They really are. Yeah, well, they say it was like, they said it's like $45 billion in um, in money that was taken incorrectly. Wow. That's a lot of money. <laughs> I would certainly say it is. You are on the radio every Saturday afternoon from 3 to 4 t- uh, on 9.30 a.m.? Yeah, WBEN, Ask the Tax Lady. And so anybody that has questions, I will tell you, anybody that has questions anyway, you don't have to use our services. We have 32 area offices. You can call and ask questions. Don't just assume that nothing has changed when you look at the tax forms because plenty has changed. Has changed. And you can call any of our offices. Our staff uh, will be very happy to help you, as well as our own staff. And when you go to our website, which is egtax.com, there's a section on there called Ask the Tax Lady, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm very happy to answer anybody's question as well. I know you're a very busy lady during this tax time, and you're very faithful to um, everyone who comes because of just who you are in Christ and how you want to serve others, and you want to do the best job you can with the laws and get the people the most they can and be able to stretch their their dollars and take care of those things and and have a really good uh, refund or return. And um, if there's anyone that knows where the landmines are and what to do about them, it's Esther for sure from EG Tax. Hey, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk more about the changes in what personally affects you in this tax year. Today's Living Hope with your host, Linda Penn. We'll be right back. Looking for a natural way to get relief from your pain? Hi, I'm Dr. Jeff Klafka from Total Body Wellness and Chiropractic. My team and I offer a personalized approach to your body's needs. We have had great success in treating patients with plantar fasciitis, neuropathy, lockjaw, and disc herniations. We are your Western New York natural healthcare provider. Call 434-3889 to schedule your appointment. We're located at 6332 South Transit Road in Lockport or check us out online at WNY Total Body Wellness For years, you've been suffering with health problems. You've seen one doctor after another, but your symptoms haven't gone away. It's time to seek a natural solution. When the right combination of natural health therapies and whole food supplements join forces, you have Synergy. Hi, I'm Jimmy, founder and owner of Synergy Nutrition and Wellness here in Western New York. 
At Synergy, we teach our patients how to thrive holistically because God designed the body to heal and function on its own. Your body's ability to heal is greater than anyone has permitted you to believe. We have successfully helped patients battling health issues like acid reflux, chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, autism, autoimmune disease, infertility, and much, much more. You can take control of your health without relying on medications or surgeries. Get rid of the pain, depression, exhaustion, and so much more and start living the life you were meant to live. And it starts with a simple phone call. To make an appointment with a Synergy team member, please call us at 716-264-4248. You can also check us out online at 716synergy.com. Imagine your heart stops beating for 23 minutes and your loved ones are told you would either be brain dead or dead by the morning. I don't have to imagine that because it happened to me, but because of the power of prayer, I'm alive today. Hi, I'm Dominic Seccaroli. I received a miracle that day, and as a result of my storm, total breakthrough was birthed. My team and I have ministered to hundreds of thousands of people across the U.S. and Canada and have received tens of thousands of prayer requests. When you submit your prayer request, our team of partners not only will pray for you, but will also follow up with you by phone or email. God is still in the miracle working business, and I'm living proof of that. If you have a prayer request, I invite you to send it today by going to our website, totalbreakthrough.org, and click on the prayer link at the top of the page. That's totalbreakthrough.org. Thank you, and God bless. In His Name Outreach is a nonprofit, faith-based counseling and community resource center. In His Name Outreach provides a network of support using biblical principles to help you overcome and find freedom from prevalent issues like anxiety, stress, and the devastation of addiction. You can also choose from a variety of options such as certified coaching, recovery services, counseling, and so much more. The experienced staff specializes in the three E's, education, encouragement, and empathizing to build and restore brokenness. In His Name Outreach is here to help you get back on track so that you can be the person that God has meant for you to be. Check out the upcoming classes to step into the new field of peer advocacy. You can transform a life. To schedule your life-changing appointment, call today at 716-464-3681. That's 716-464-3681 or visit iknow.org. For I know the plans I have for you. Plans not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Jeremiah 2911. Hey, we're in this life together. Today's Living Hope with Linda Penn. Hey, welcome back. I am talking with Esther, the tax lady from EG Tax, and I want to give you her number. It is 716-632-7886 or 800-829-9998. Go to egtax.com, and you know this is a family business for 30 years serving your family. And uh, they're open from Monday... To Friday 9 to 9 Saturday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. and in the McKinley Mall they are open on Sundays as well hey Esther before we took the break we talked about a lot of family changes and those things how about business uh, someone uh, who has a business uh, I know you take care of corporations oh, well, businesses that's unbelievable you know probably the most devastated segment of our society is the business owner and thankfully PPP money, the payroll protection money, came along last year and helped a lot of businesses. First of all, if you're a business that had PPP money, you want to make sure you get it forgiven. It, because if you don't get it forgiven, it stays as a loan. You're going to have to pay it back. But if you just take the time 
to ask for the forgiveness to turn from a from a loan to a grant. And what's unbelievable is you can use that grant money to pay bills for your business and deduct them too, which is goes completely against everything I learned in taxes. So that's unbelievable. The other thing is if you're self-employed, one of the other changes that they they did is they send it off your FICA, your 6.2%, they will allow you to send it off over a two-year period. So let's say if you had $100,000 net profit, it saves you $6,200, which is spread out over two years. So that's a big savings, $6,200. So uh, it's unbelievable. So PPP number two is now in place. So make sure if you haven't asked for your uh, PPP money number two, that you make sure you do that as well because uh, that's in the works. And then the other thing that's unbelievable, if you have employees, and think about you restaurateurs, if you have employees and your your net, your gross income is down by more than 25% this year, last year is 50%. Last year they would have allowed you to have a credit of 50% of the first $10,000 in wages uh for your for each one of your staff this year seventy percent. If your if your business is down twenty five percent, so if you're off right now twenty five percent and you got your staff of of fifty working and you can have that that uh, a payroll protection uh, provision, you you would save like three hundred and fifty thousand dollars in taxes by filing for the for the for the employee retention credit on your nine forty one. It is so hard to keep up with all of this. I'm so um, glad we have someone like you who are is on top of it. It is. I mean, Linda, it's mind-blowing. I was just talking to one of my clients this morning. I asked her, she said she's a payroll clerk. And I said, uh, are you doing, have you done much employee uh, retention credits? And she said, what? <laughs> I said, have you done the employee, what? So I explained it to her. She said, oh, my God. No, we didn't know anything about that. The other thing is for self-employed people, just small people with small businesses, if you were off last year from your own self-employment and you due to COVID, whether it was yourself that had COVID, you were worried about COVID, or you had to take care of somebody with COVID, there's a sick pay credit that you get. These are things that never, ever happened before. So there's a sick pay credit that you can do. So uh, it's it's just mind-blowing. All the things that are out there, all those landmines that if you miss them, you really have shot yourself in the foot. <laughs> well, and I'll have to say you shot yourself <laughs> in the head. And there's so much on your website um, that people can click into and find answers. And plus they can ask the tax lady and just click on that and ask a question and you will answer within 24 hours. It shows you how to get on and you can click right here and listen to the radio program that you're on from three to four every Saturday, WBEN, 930 AM to learn all of these things. But you have told us so much, Esther, the thing is, um, and it's changing so fast and it's kind of complicated, especially if you have a personal and a business or even a pastoral part of your um, return that to incorporate all of these things, um, I strongly believe you need some professional help here because we're not capable of knowing all that and figuring it out and how to get it on the form like you do at EG Tax. Let's make it simple. Well, I mean, it, it, I mean, we work really hard to stay up on this stuff, and I will tell you when they changed 
when they changed the tax law on the 27th of December. And it was these gigantic, monumental, huge changes I said to my staff, oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know, but, but the thing is, it's so good for so many people. It's such a blessing. I, I can't tell you how many people we have just blessed uh, their socks off because they didn't know. You know, if you don't know, you know, ignorance is not a good thing. Uh, no, it isn't. And this is, you know, this year, this 2020 has been a year that all of us would like to forget. And to have that encouragement to know that there's other things that can help you because businesses have been suffering. People have been emotionally down, depressed, oppressed, and not knowing how to to make it even going into 2021. So this is really encouraging to know all these benefits oh, of all these deductions. It's, it's, and, you know, Linda, a lot of people that never have filed in years and maybe had heard about what stimulus was, but they didn't get it and they thought, eh, I'm not, I'm not entitled. You are entitled. If you're somebody that is a U.S. citizen and maybe you haven't filed in years or maybe you're not even on Social Security, make sure you file a return. And I know a lot of people go, well, how can I file a return if I have no money? You do the recovery rebate, and on the recovery rebate, you say, uh, are there, how much stimulus did you get? None. How about stimulus in January? None. And they, then you're in line to get $1,200 from April of last year and 600 from this year. And quite frankly, they're talking about the other $1,400 stimulus, but you got to file to get it. And you want to make sure that you file electronically with a direct deposit because if you mail it in, the IRS is so far behind because they they just didn't have the staff. They suffered from COVID as much as everybody else. So you want to make sure you use electronics to take man out of it and just give it all to, to the internal revenue service electronically so they can process that stuff for you right away. Wow. Esther, thank you so much. This is such valuable information. And I want to tell our listeners, it is 716-632-7886. Also, go to egtax.com. Click, make an appointment. Find the location that is closest to you. 32 different offices, family-owned business who've been really helping serve your family for 30 years. And I highly recommend Esther and EG Tax. Thank you, Esther. I know you don't have any more time. you got to get back on it. You are a busy, busy lady. I love you. Love you, too. Love you, Linda. And I will be seeing you soon. (laughs) All right. Thanks, Linda. Thanks so much. You know, it's wonderful to be able to have Christian people helping Christian people. Uh, I belong to Christian Business Board, and it's transformed leaders, transformed communities, and certainly Esther with EG Tax is certainly a part of that. Hey, I'm going to kind of take a right-hand turn right now, and we need to talk about what's happening in our world. We need to know what the world thinks about it. We need to know what the Bible says about it, and we need to know what we as Christians are to do about it. So my guest right now is Rob Palazunski with Absolute Truth and Prophecy Ministry. ATPMinistry.com. That's right. That's right. ATPMinistry.com. And I'm telling you, we haven't been together, I guess, for two weeks, but things are moving so fast. 
that I really wanted to have you on for an hour because we need to be kind of caught up. Yeah, I think there were like, I do a newsletter every week, which you should go to atpministry.com and sign up for. Uh, and I think this is, this program encompasses three of them now. So that that's, <laughs> you know, there, there's just a pile of stuff. And I, so I spent the time kind of trying to put, put it together. And I think what, I, if I was going to characterize what I'm going to talk about today, this is going to be all about putting what we're witnessing in context. We'll get to some of the details later, but I, I'm really interested in getting the biblical and God's point of view context of, of what we're looking at. That's you, I really love that because we need an interpreter. We need someone who's really looking at this, staying on top of it, investigating it, and bringing us truth of what you have researched uh, and you're not saying anything that has not been founded, researched, and we have evidence of. So I want right. And if I say something that is, once in a while, I'll say yeah. something. It, something looks like this. I will make sure that you know that it's that it is a little bit speculative. Yes, and what I love about it is we see God working all the way around, all even way though it, it seems negative or whatever. There is so much hope and such an exciting time. We have said this before. For such a time as this, it's really a privilege to be living and walking. Right it now. is. We are living in biblical times. You know, a lot of, a lot of people say, well, I wish I could live in biblical times. You are. You're there. We're <laughs> so tell us, you know, uh, what what is going on? And because you have done a great job of putting this together in context for us. What we are witnessing in, in America right now, in the world, in the world, is a planned disintegration. I mean, it, it looks like, especially since the Biden administration came in, and you see a lot of jobs are going to be lost and, and, and all that. It looks, it's, it looks like they're making all these mistakes. That's not so much the case. Mm. These are plans. America and the culture is being torn down, and it is an engineered process. And, and yet people would go, well, why would anybody want to do that? And, and here's where you got to, where some people in the past would have said, you know, you're wearing a tinfoil hat, but this is all about the transformation to the new world order. And that, what, that means you need to know your Bible. Right. Because Th this is prophecy, all biblical at this point. Prophecy is being fulfilled. And we are going to get into a number of biblical passages today. Uh, everything that we're seeing unfold, everything, it's not an accident. That doesn't mean I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not saying whether they did or didn't create the virus or whether they just used it, but, but there, it, nothing is an accident. I mean, you've even, you, go, you might want to look at it and you go, okay, what is this all about the Illuminati and everything? Well, you know, like in the UN, there is actually Lucifer worship going on. There's a, a group there that is UN approved called the Lucius Trust, and, and they lead uh, religious ceremonies there at, at the UN. So it's not accidental, and the other thing, it's not about the particular event. None of this, uh, the virus is not just about the virus. The lockdowns are not just about the lockdowns. Everything that we're seeing, it's not about the lockdowns, it's or the closing, or the masking, or the restrictions. It's, it's not even about the vaccine and the, the censoring of the therap therapies like hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin, which, by, by the way, now hydroxychloroquine got a green, uh, you know, green light now, now that they've developed the vaccine and can... And <laughs> yeah, isn't it interesting that they keep us uh, focusing on one circumstance so we don't even see the big picture of what's going that's on? A good, that's a good way to look at it. I like that. And they're, they're really... Um, 
they're keeping us occupied at eye level while there's so many things going on we don't even know we've been had. Right. I mean, now you've got yeah. this nonsense about trying to impeach a president who isn't even in office. I mean, I don't even understand that on any level. And, and I don't even have time to touch that. Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, yes. that, that's not in. But, but that's kind of the, the eye level candy that they're working at right now. Um, it's not about the destruction of the economy that was caused by the lockdowns and the restrictions. It's not about the stolen election. And if you if you go to my website, you can hook up uh, and take a look at uh, Mike Lindell's uh, movie, uh, film, video, evidence, two hours. It's worth the watch. It, it puts everything together. We've talked about it, a lot of those things in the newsletter over the course of months, but he put it all together there. And he has the latest information. Uh, just look him up. It's called uh, Absolute Proof. Mike Lindell, Absolute Proof. You look that up, make sure you watch that. And it's not even about the, the fact that in America, we have seen the end of all free and fair elections, unless God intervenes. You know, I mean, there's always, you know, but God in all of this. But right now, the, the circumstances are on the ground. All of that's in place. And, and plus, you know, we're witnessing the end of free speech, the silencing of the enemies of the state, the end of the Second Amendment. And I'm going to fill you in on some details with that, with some bills going through Congress. This is all about the creation of the new world order. And, and even that, this creation of, of the new world order, which goes back throughout human history, all the way to Babel, but it even goes beyond that. If you want to look to the rebellion of Lucifer and one-third of the, of the angels, and, and the issue all the time was pride. It was a pride thing. Lucifer was created a perfect being, and if you're new to this Christian thing, Lucifer was the name used prior to his fall, and then he became Satan, the, the accuser. Um, in Ezekiel 28.15, the prophet says this about Lucifer, so this would be God speaking, you were perfect in your ways from the day you were created till iniquity was found in you. And that, that iniquity was pride. I mean, he's rebelling for pride. Isaiah 14 tells us this, for you have said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. Mm -hmm. And often the stars of God refers to angels. You know, and if you go to Revelation, you talk about one-third of the stars being thrown down, and most commentators believe that that has to do with the angels being tossed out of the, the rebellious angels being tossed out of heaven. So you got that situation there. You go to Adam and Eve. They were tempted with pride, with being like God. Hey, you can be like God. Well, that's what, the, yeah, absolutely. It was, <laughs> it was so astounding. She wanted to know as much as God did. She wanted to have all the information, and she... It was offered to her. That's quite a temptation, though. I mean, you know, you, we can understand the pull of this. Yes, and yet God said, do not. Absolutely. Do not. So all you talk about sinful nature and our rebellious, prideful ways of making a choice that then started the whole, the whole deal. We got it in Genesis with yeah. Adam and Eve. And for pride again. So it's pride in pride both cases. cases. And then you, you go to the Tower of Babel, Genesis 11, and it was about throwing off the authority of God. Again, it, it became that. Let us make a name for ourselves. And that is what this whole New World Order is all about. And that's where, even at the Tower of Babel, that God had to intervene and stop the tyranny and scatter yep. the people so they could not accomplish 
nothing could be withheld from them, depending yes. on the translation. And it, yes, and it was almost like they were creating their own one world order right there. That was and it. he stopped it. That, that was that was the start of the thing. It, it really was. If people know their scriptures and understand that, we've been in this for a while, and it's continuing because of the evil one to reset everything for his gain, our loss. But what he doesn't realize is he doesn't get to win. <laughs> I wonder if he realizes that or not. <laughs> well, I think he's running around thinking who we can devour because I think time's running out. What Absol- do you think? Absolutely. Yes, that is what's going on. I want to jump now to Daniel 7 because I'm going to give some particular scriptures about how this, this sets up. So I'm going to read it first and then we'll talk about it. Thus he said, as for the fourth beast, so we, there shall be a fourth kingdom on earth. He, Daniel had been going, given a vision of the history of uh, all the empires that would rule the world. This fourth, uh, this kingdom on earth, which shall be different from all the kingdoms and it shall devour the whole earth. So this is... This is a worldwide empire, and trample it down and break it to pieces. For the ten horns out of this kingdom, ten ten kings shall arise, and another shall arise after them. He shall be different from the former ones and shall put down three kings. Now, the the one that's different that arises there, that's referring to Antichrist. But I want you to hold on to that ten kings thing, because we're going to cover a couple more scriptures that will enlighten that. Now you jump to Revelation 13. Now this is John getting this vision from Jesus Christ himself. And so John writes, Then I stood on the sand of the sea, and I saw a beast rising up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns. And seven empires is what generally is uh, believed to be meant by that. Ten horns. Horns were uh, centers of power. And he had seven heads and ten horns on his, and on his horns ten crowns. Okay, and on his head's a blasphemous name. So he's got ten crowns. That's suggesting those ten kings, but it's Mm going to get more specific a little later in Revelation. Now, the beast which I saw was like a leopard. His feet were like the feet of a bear, his mouth like the mouth of a lion. The dragon gave him his power, his throne, and great authority, and authority was given him over every tribe, tongue, and nation. Again, the whole world. These were the same beasts that earlier in Daniel, we didn't read this part of chapter 2, that Daniel saw there. The, uh, the lion was Babylon. The bear was Medo-Persia, which followed Babylon. Then the leopard, because it was so swift in its conquest under Alexander the Great, was Greece. And finally, there was Rome. So what we're seeing in all of this, it, 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 it's a setup for the New World Order and the rise of the Antichrist. We're watching that come come about in real time now. I mean, the the setup for this. We're not in tribulation, by the way. We are not in the tribulation. That comes after the rapture. At least Linda and I agree on that point. Yeah, <laughs> but we see it moving fast. Yes. Uh, we, and the we see something. We see everything and the decisions that are being made in our government, not only for the United States, but globally and some things and reiterating, going back from things we were protected from. You see it moving and it's moving really fast. We have to agree with that. In the Absol- local news, and it's it's really moving fast, and you have put the scriptures with it. And now we're starting to see it's being revealed, and it's starting to make sense. We're starting to see the dots. And they're so in your in your face, face. about it, too. Have you noticed yes, that? Yes, I mean, every, the dots are being dotted, and the T's are being crossed, and um, it's almost more than we can keep up with, and, and it's almost... Uh, 
wow, this is really moving fast. Yeah. All, I, all I can say is this is really moving <laughs> it's fast. It's really our, moving fast. Our hope is in the Lord, and we, and the hope is in the reality of knowing what's happening in order for us to have hope for today and hope for tomorrow for us who are believers. This is not negative. No, not, not at all. I mean, this stuff was going to happen. It is going to happen. But uh, you and I, we taught on the, uh, we had that program a while back. I think we did an hour on the rapture. Yes. And, and the different aspects of it and why we believe that it is a pre-trib rapture. And I know that there's a lot of people out there who disagree with us on this. And I, God bless you. I mean, you, you know, I mean, it's, it's like it, it is a, you can debate this, but I believe very strongly that, that and I'm not going to do the rapture show now. So, again. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's up to God what he's going to do and when he's going to do it. And yeah. we each have our convictions and our beliefs, but we're still waiting patiently for God. And we know he won't be a day late or he won't be a minute too soon. I thought you were going to say dollar short. Dollar short. No, he's going to bring it right when he wants to, and he already knows who the Antichrist is. He knows when he's coming, so we can be reassured. But I think we need to know these things to know how to live for ourselves, to prepare our families, and to give hope and be sharing the gospel. Yes, one of the most important things, sharing the gospel. We need that relationship with Christ. But before we get too far out of that, yes. remember I told, how he told you to hang on to that 10 kings thingy. So, I mean, both of those scriptures that we read in Daniel and earlier in Revelation, mm -hmm. we're talking about the 10 centers of power or 10 crowns here. Revelation 17, 12, the 10 horns which you saw are 10 kings who have received no kingdom as yet. So these, they didn't exist. These aren't the revival of kingdoms that existed. And seeing that, these are brand new kingdoms. But they receive authority for one hour, short period of time, as kings with the beast. We're talking about the Antichrist here. These are of one mind. The ten kings are of one mind, and they will give their power and authority to the beast. Well, you know what happened in 1972. It was, it was very interesting. The Club of Rome, something called the Club of Rome, just this group of globalists, rich globalists who want a one-world government, publicized, published their, their plans to set up 10 kingdoms. Sometimes in their literature they use the word kingdoms, and sometimes they, uh, they were referring to regional powers. They were dividing the world into 10 regional powers, and the European Union would be one example of that. And if you remember back in the early 2000s when Bush Jr. was, was president, there was a move to form a North American Union. Mm -hmm. And that when, when that got revealed, they had to pull it back in and back off from it. But for a while, there were some very powerful people in the three countries, Canada, Mexico, and the United States. And, and, and uh, yeah, Canada, Mexico, and the United States. It that seems like I have to have my history book. I have to pay, have my local newspaper for current events. I have to have my Bible open. And then I have the reflection to look back um, in order to know the reality of t today and to be able to move forward. And that's why I had to have you on for one hour for us to get in context from yeah. the past to the present to now the future. Um, and somebody has to put that all together. And I can't think of anybody <laughs> better than Rob Palazuski well, for you, the but time and the research and, and how you are watching and praying through this because this is so, so important um, for us to, to have this truth and this hope. Exactly, exactly. Now, so they need to build 10 regional powers. Are yep. Uh, so in order to build these 10 regional powers, 
you can't really build this one world government all at once. This is, this is what they thought. So they would raise up these powers. But you can't build either of those, the regional powers, which are a stepping stone, if America remains independent and strong and free. And, and they saw that after President Obama, they believed that they were going to have a globalist president in Hillary Clinton, someone that would move the country toward a one-world government. How and how that would have looked, I don't know. I'm, you know, that has been the globalist dream all along. So now you have this situation. If America remains free and independent, well, all of a sudden you have this outsider that comes in. And whatever you think of him on a personal level or it matters not, he is, he is an America firster. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, he was about restoring the, the American dream the, the, and America's place in the world, not, not in a globalist world. So you, see him, you saw him draw back from that. Well, if they can take away, if they can take away that independence, you know, through the virus, through fear, through lockdowns, and if they can destroy the middle class and small businesses, and by the way, back in 1962, I think it was, there was a representative, Herlong, from Florida, who introduced, I think it was 45 goals of the Communist Party to change America, to conquer America, and most of those have actually come true. That, that I didn't write about that recently. That was, that was in one of my books <laughs> in the past. Okay, okay. <laughs> so if, if you can destroy the middle class, if you can make people dependent on government, and that's what you see, a, a, you know, a, mm-hmm. we have become more dependent on government. Big government, and they're going to, yes, we see that happening from all, everything that's been Give me decided. my stimulus check. I need my stimulus check to live. And, and I want another one. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I, I'm owed that. Right? And, and meantime, we are spending trillions of dollars, which will eventually be the bubble that bursts and crashes the system. So we know that, too. That's, you know, that's in there. And, and I understand we had to do something. So, so there's all this. If you can set up a universal tracking system, and there is a universal tracking system being set up right now, and you destroy the dollar and go to a cashless system, because, by the way, you also need that cashless system for the mark of the beast technology, you know, because it says no one may buy or sell. So, and so how would you do that? If, if there's cash, there's always black market. There's always under the table. There's always that. But if you get rid of that, and, and now that cashless system is being built right now by the World Economic Forum. They've got, they've got really big plans for 2021 and beyond with something they're calling the Great Reset. The World Economic Forum wants the whole world to go cashless. And you're seeing that in India right now. They're, they're becoming increasingly cashless. There are countries in um, Scandinavia moving quite quickly in that direction. And, and it's either Spain or Portugal, too, I believe. Their idea is to replace national currencies with the digital global system that would track and control every financial move we make. And don't we see that here? Because I walk into the stores and they'll say, we have a currency shortage. Please use your charge card. They're trying to get the currency out of us using dollar bills and change. Uh, We're going to take a break with today's Living Hope with Rob Palazinski. We're going to be right back because there's so much we want to talk within the context of what is actually happening. And one question that I have, Rob, when we get back is, so how does one destroy the world's most powerful and advanced free nation? We'll give you the plans after this. Okay, we'll be right back. 
I was under quite a bit of stress. I had pains in my head, my neck, my shoulder. I could not move my neck from one side to another. My hairdresser suggested that I go see Dr. Klafka. I was skeptical at first about going to see a chiropractor, but I was in so much pain that I said, I'm, I'm going to give it a try. By the end of the third week, I felt so much better. I was able to move my neck from side to side. The pains in my head were gone. The pains in my shoulders were gone. My lower back was not hurting me as much. I had a divine appointment with him. I do recommend him because he gives you his undivided attention, number one. He'll listen to what you have to say. He doesn't rush through his appointments with you, and his knowledge is, is wonderful. To schedule your appointment with Dr. Klafka at Total Body Wellness and Chiropractic, call 434-3889. They're located at 6332 South Transit Road in Lockport, or check them out online at wnytotalbodywellness.com. Imagine your heart stops beating for 23 minutes and your loved ones are told you would either be brain dead or dead by the morning. I don't have to imagine that because it happened to me, but because of the power of prayer, I'm alive today. Hi, I'm Dominic Seccaroli, and as a result of my storm, total breakthrough was birthed. If you have a prayer request, send it today by going to our website, totalbreakthrough.org, and click on the prayer link at the top of the page. Thank you. And God bless. Did you know that God designed the body to heal and function on its own? Hi, I'm Jimmy, founder and owner of Synergy Nutrition and Wellness here in Western New York. We teach our patients how to thrive holistically with natural therapies and whole food supplements. If you've been suffering with health problems, it's time for a natural approach. You have the power to take control of your health. To schedule an appointment with a Synergy team member, please call us at 716-264-4248. You can also check us out online at 716synergy.com. Welcome to 600 River Road, apartments and townhouses, where waterfront living meets luxury and comfort. Centrally located between Buffalo, New York and Niagara Falls, our upscale waterfront community is unlike any other, featuring boat docks, heated saltwater swimming pool, pickleball courts, a clubhouse, and we are a pet-friendly community. Leasing now. Call us today at 716-587-8700 or visit us on the web at 600river.com. Experience life on the water at 600 River Road. Feeling alone, depressed, unsure of the next step? Just talking to someone who has been in your shoes, who knows what you're going through, can make all the difference in the world. No problem too big or too small. In His Name Outreach has now added counseling through FaceTime, Skype, and various other options to meet your needs. We also offer classes remotely through a Zoom format. Come enjoy a class or counseling appointment from the comfort of your home. Call In His Name Outreach at 716 716- 464-3681. For I know the plans I have for you, plans not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Jeremiah 29 11. Today's Living Hope has been a blessing to you and so many WDCX listeners. Host Linda Penn is here for you as she continues to bring you the best in conversation every Saturday from 1 to 3 p.m. to help you find hope to fulfill your purpose and destiny for living. You've grown in your spiritual walk with the Lord and want to support the efforts of this incredible ministry. Learn more about how you can become a sponsor or advertising partner today. If you are a business or individual, you can donate to Today's Living Hope nonprofit organization. All donations are tax deductible. Email lindapenn at todayslivinghope.com or call 716-906-4620. Today's Living Hope, empowering people with purpose and destiny. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? 
Join Today's Living Hope with Linda Penn each Saturday. Hey, welcome back. I really wanted to have Rob Palazinski on because we really need to put some events in context today because we are all about is what's happening in our world. What does the world think about it? Then what does the scripture say about it? And then what are Christians to do about it? So I invited Rob to be on for an hour this time on today's Living Hope. You want to go to atpministry.com and catch him on a the other radio programs and subscribe to that newsletter because they are phenomenal. Hey, before the break, um, I asked a question that I really um, think uh, now's the time to answer it. So how does one destroy the world's most powerful and advanced free nation? Because we're saying we're moving to one world order here. What's happening? Yeah, we're becoming less so of on, on all three of those uh, very quickly here. Yeah. Um, Basically, you just watch what the Biden administration is doing right now. And I'm not trying to be political there, but when I look at the executive orders and I look at the the legislation that is being proposed, you can come to no other conclusion that whoever is really in charge right now, that this is a planned demolition. This is a planned demolition. They are... Because this, these are costing us jobs. They're, they're costing us our national integrity at the borders. It, let, let's just go down the list on a, on a few of these here. One of the first things he did was rejoin the Paris Accords. Now, that has to do with the climate. Yes. The, the, the climate accords. Are, if those were to be followed, you could see possibly an 80% reduction in energy use. Now, I want you to put yourself in the world. Imagine you had to cut your energy use by 80%. Would that mean you wouldn't drive anymore? Would that mean you wouldn't have certain electronic appliances? What does that mean? I, what, is, what could that even look like? I can't, I can't even wrap my head around what that would look like other than that looks like you're going back in, in, in time by well over a century. Well over a century. And we see evidence of that right now just from um, our gas prices going up. Yeah, it's, it's, it's all starting here. Immediately it started to go up the day after the executive order was written. Absolutely. Of course, the, you know, the oil companies always like to get ahead of things when, on, when it comes time to raise prices. But um, the closing of the Keystone Pipeline cost about 11,000 jobs immediately, but that didn't even take into account the 50 to 60,000 jobs of support personnel that serviced those people. So right off the bat, bang, that's gone. And it's going to it's, – the prices of – transporting the oil will remain high instead of, I think they were supposed to come down by like two-thirds or something. So there, there's a cost over there. Then there are, there are actions that are opening the borders that are going to let in millions to compete with Americans for jobs in an economy that is collapsing right now. So, I mean, you've got all of this going on at the same time. Then you've got the plans to go after and, and silence Christians, to silence conservatives, pro-lifers, Trump supporters. And, and, of course, the, um, uh, the abortion thing where, you know, mm-hmm. again, now he that was the Mexico City Accord, you know, where we are paying for abortions in foreign countries. And, and it's why? Why are we doing this? Interesting. It's all interesting. And you, um, I had some great attorneys on my program last week um, who we now have filed a beautiful lawsuit here in New York State to offset that. Uh, and it's a historical lawsuit. And um, 
if we can keep it from getting buried, uh, it has the possibility of changing our laws here uh, for our own uh, abortion. Yeah, I was uh, catching some of that program. And it's really good because God is working. That's the thing. Even with all of these things happening, Rob, God is working. Through all of it. And miraculous things are happening, even when we say the things we are, because God is a God of um, order. He knows what's happening. None of this is a surprise to him. He's in control. And we just have to rely, believe the scriptures, apply the scriptures, and walk in the faith, because he's going to take care of all of us. He is our power, our protection, and our provision. But we do see these things happening. And we do see when we fight back, we're we're actually gaining some victories. I mean, you saw it. You saw it in the restaurants, and then they took it back. But they're likely to win again. Now the churches can open, and and I'm just encourage the churches open up. Come on, guys. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's go back and worship. Let's yeah. go back. Uh, I mean, this is you know. Yeah, bring your kids. Open up, and um, God is gonna he's gonna take care of it. And I'm so glad that the our federal court here in New York said yes, you can open up the churches and open up them widely. And uh, let's just do it. Yeah. And then, you know, part of this, too, uh, as we're moving on, we know we're still in the throes of um, uh, actually the election process being attacked or what we're trying to figure out. Yeah, there, there is that that is an, besides the executive orders and those moves. There is an act going through Congress. It's called For the People Act. They're doing it for the people. Like, you know, the, the mantra always in the Clinton administration, we're doing it for the children. Well, they're doing this for the people. And what they're doing is basically all the ways they, that the election was manipulated in this last election, that there's a lot of evidence, let's put, let's put it that way, the alleged ways that, that the election was manipulated, are now going to be blatantly and patently legal. This bill coming out would ban the requirement to provide a full Social Security number for voter registration. So you don't need a Social Security card for voter registration. I mean, think what, what the doors that this opens. Um, create a nationwide motor voter registration, which would automatically register people. And, that, you know, there were a lot of uh, thousands of illegals uh, registered in California and Nevada un- so under that our plan. Uh, illegal mean non-certified citizens can also vote now. That's what it's looking like. If this goes through, you know, I mean, this this is pushing through. Um, establish nation, nationwide same-day registration. I mean, what could possibly go wrong with that? You know, walk into the voting booth and register. Um, prohibit work done by groups. There's a group out there like uh, Judicial Watch, which would does legal work to clean off the voter rolls of non-residents and people who are dead. Well, that would be illegal to do that. They would mandate early voting in states that even didn't want early voting. They would create a nationwide vote by mail that would legalize ballot harvesting. And there were issues in, in this last election with all of these that need to be looked at with the courts. Listen to this one. States that there are certain jurisdictions that, that require personal identification when you vote, which makes sense. You know, I mean, here, yeah, um, this is Rob Palazuski, and uh, here's my card, so write me in. Some places still call for that. Well, it would ban that everywhere. You would, banning personal identification requirement as condition for obtaining a ballot. Uh, permit voters to designate any person they want to deliver an absentee ballot. And it, it goes a little bit outside. This same bill also lays the groundwork for statehood for D.C. and Puerto Rico and puts 
redistricting of the congressional districts in charge of Congress when that was always a state issue. Now, I think that those are constitutional issues there, and, and I, I think those might, there might be some issues with that. But basically, it's a license to steal every election going forward. The only thing not in it is uh, using the mandatory, you know, making it mandatory to use the vote switching software from uh, Dominion or uh, I can't remember the other one right now, you know. But I'm sure that's just an oversight. You know, I mean, <laughs> I got to ask a question. Who's doing this? Who's doing all of this plotting and planning behind the scenes? It's so organized. It is. It is very it organized. Is so um very well put together and layered, almost like strategies and goals and a checkoff list that we need to do. You just, all the things that you mentioned is my checkoff list to make sure this happens. Oh, yes, it's for the people. No, it's not. It's for the government to keep control and reign of who they want in there and taking away the honesty of a free election. And, and I think this bill has, was sponsored by, and I might be confusing it with another bill that I'm going to talk about, but I'm pretty sure it was this bill that had sponsorship from 20% of the Democrats in Congress. So that's just the people that are really pushing it. So it's, a, it's, got, it's got some some weight behind it right now. So the other thing I would like to um, ask is then if that's the case, should we be writing and talking to our representatives that are over our areas Always. and say we do not want this to happen and Always. we need to flood that and say we want you voting for this, not for that? Because after all, isn't the government supposed to work for the people? Oh, what, a, what an old-fashioned idea that and is, And so Linda. that means we, <laughs> as people, need to stand up and know what these numbers are when they're approved. And you're talking, this is all at the federal level that yes, this will, is. will be brought down to the state. Now, do, does the state have any jurisdiction to say, I will go along with this or I won't go along if this with is this? A fe- if this is a federal law, this will be federally imposed. Okay, so it doesn't make any difference what governor yeah. there is yeah. for any... State, not really, but this would be challenged in the courts, and then then the big question is the integrity of the court that looks at it. Well, I would think it would be just in lieu of all the things we've been under. You know, we're trying to figure out, and one of the things are not only for the president elect present election that we had that we think might have been fraudulent. It would be the um, understanding that every election going forth needs some integrity, accountability, and so we would have an honest election. Right. If, if that integrity indeed was compromised, there is nothing going on that will change that. If, they were, if vote switching went on, the vote switching will remain unless the courts step in. And by the way, there are three, course, three cases in court, and I believe it's Georgia, Michigan, and Nevada, Georgia, Michigan, Nevada? No, Wisconsin. I'm not sure about the third one. The Supreme Court will be looking at at those on February 19th, according to the information that I've received. And we know that they have been looking at like 23 t- uh, cases and have ruled on at least 23 in the Supreme Court. I don't know that I've seen the result of, of that out in media yet, but that's what we are hearing, and we really need that accountability to say what the end result is going to be, which I'm hoping we'll hear by the end of February at the at the latest. But even, you know, I mean, think about it. If if the election was indeed fraudulent and I'm going to put the if there and 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 it gets flipped in these three states, what happens then? Who who has the authority? Because 
President Biden is already in office and has as the president. You know, I mean, it's it's we're in a constitutional soup at that point. You don't I don't know humanly how that goes forward. Well, this is going to be really interesting how God is going to work this out, because we've never had this in the history of our United States. And and we're going to have to bring the Constitution back in and actually read it again and look at it and see what what are the guidelines of what needs to happen now. I've never seen that. And I'm not saying it's not there. But like, what happens if you discover a fraudulent election after the fact? I, I don't know. I don't think it's in there. I mean, it's been a while since I've read the Constitution, but I have read it a few times. Well, it's going to be interesting because um, it seems like they're getting by with making this up as we go. So I don't know. Well, we're, you know, intercessory prayer warriors out there, keep praying for honesty and Reve- moving forward. Reveal the corruption. Reveal, reveal the truth, whichever yes. way it falls. Whichever way it whichever falls. Whichever way it falls. And pray for your leaders because we are called upon to pray for our leaders no, no matter what. That's a mandatory commandment that we must honor. Um, praying for those who are in authority over us. Hey, we're going to take a break. When we when we get back, we've got to talk in context to what is happening and how is our Second Amendment being attacked. Today's Living Hope with your host, Linda Penn. Rob Palazunski, thank you for all the time, effort, research, prayer that goes in to Absolute Truth and Prophecy Ministry. We'll be right back. Imagine your heart stops beating for 23 minutes and your loved ones are told you would either be brain dead or dead by the morning. I don't have to imagine that because it happened to me, but because of the power of prayer, I'm alive today. Hi, I'm Dominic Seccaroli. I received a miracle that day, and as a result of my storm, total breakthrough was birthed. My team and I have ministered to hundreds of thousands of people across the U.S. and Canada and have received tens of thousands of prayer requests. When you submit your prayer request, our team of partners not only will pray for you, but will also follow up with you by phone or email. God is still in the miracle working business, and I'm living proof of that. If you have a prayer request, I invite you to send it today by going to our website, totalbreakthrough.org, and click on the prayer link at the top of the page. That's totalbreakthrough.org. Thank you, and God bless. Looking for a natural way to get relief from your pain? Hi, I'm Dr. Jeff Klafka from Total Body Wellness and Chiropractic. My team and I offer a personalized approach to your body's needs. We have had great success in treating patients with plantar fasciitis, neuropathy, lockjaw, and disc herniations. We are your Western New York natural healthcare provider. Call 434-3889 to schedule your appointment. We're located at 6332 South Transit Road in Lockport, or check us out online at wnytotalbodywellness.com. In His Name Outreach is a nonprofit faith based counseling and community resource center. In His Name Outreach provides a network of support using biblical principles to help you overcome and find freedom from prevalent issues like anxiety, stress, and the devastation of addiction. You can also choose from a variety of options such as certified coaching, recovery services, counseling, and so much more. The experienced staff specializes in the three E's education, encouragement, and empathizing to build and restore brokenness. In His Name Outreach is here to help you get back on track so that you can be the person that God has meant for you to be. Check out the upcoming classes to step into the new field of peer advocacy. You can transform a life. To schedule your life-changing appointment, call today at 716-464-3681. That's 716-464-3681 or visit iknow.org. For I know the plans I have for you. Plans not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Jeremiah 29 11. 
empowering you to minister to your world. Here's today's Living Hope. Hey, welcome back. Today's Living Hope is just exactly what it says. It is having hope for today, facing the reality of what's happening today in order that we can combine those scriptures, we can have our relationship with Christ, we can know what the Word of God says, and we know how to live that out because our hope is not in the circumstances, what's going on in the world, but our hope is in the Lord Jesus Christ. And my guest this uh, hour, and we've kind of changed our time around and even our segments of our breaks because I really wanted to put everything that I could in context with what is happening in the world, the current events, uh, how it's happening in the world, and with scripture so we would know how to live this out as Christians. And that's why I have Rob Palazunski from ATP Ministry um, on the program right now. And you need to go to atpministry.com. Look at his website, sign up for the newsletter. And because we need to be informed, but we also need to know in our growth, in our intimacy of getting into the Word of God, one of the things I said in January is be determined to wear out your Bible. Oh, I like that. Uh, Our hope is in the Word of God. And we, as all of our listeners out there, no matter where you are, podcast or streaming worldwide or wherever this program goes on four stations and everything else, we are better together as the Church of Christ. And so we can't keep our head stuck in the sand. But hey, this is us to be informed, but to have hope and see the excitement. I'm just, I just get really excited and passionate about God working in our lives and for us to be able to share the gospel in that and step, the church needs to step up to the plate. And that's why we need to be informed. Would you agree? Amen. Okay. Now that I've preached enough about that, (laughs) um, how about the attack on our um, Second Amendment? Okay. um, Just before I get to that, you mentioned wearing out your Bible. And, you know, there is another side benefit to wearing out your Bible. And then bringing it to meetings with other pastors, which I've done. If you bring you, if you bring your most worn out Bible, you're looked at as more holy and, and they'll listen to oh, you a little bit more. Oh, of course. You know, of so I, I just, I carry my, not just kidding guys. Yeah. But. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what? That is one thing in my life that has kept me sustained in my life, no matter what um, life has thrown at me, is being in the Word of God and having that strength through the that sole intent of that faithful security and sturdiness of walking by that faith in your being is what also gives us the hope when the wind is blowing the strongest, right? I hear you. Yeah, and it's the anchor. It's, it's the, the anchor. anchor. And the wind is blowing. Well, let me talk about some of those winds. Last, okay. In the last segment, we talked about the attack on the election process. Well, there's an attack going on on the Second Amendment. Sheila Jackson Lee, she's a Democrat from Texas, introduced a bill that establishes a system for licensing the possession of firearms or ammunition, I'm quoting, in the United States and for the registration with the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms, with the Bureau of each firearm president present in the United States. So they are the bill would register every firearm and would register every piece of ammunition. But it's not just taking a list here, which I mean just on the surface, even that far, that sounds unconstitutional to me. Completely against Second Amendment. But this but you know, you never know how a court's gonna rule. Um so this would affect every firearm and every piece of ammunition in the country. 
And if you loaned your shotgun out to Uncle Buck to, to use in, in, you would be responsible or he would be responsible, I mean, everything, you know. Part of this would, part of this bill would require liability insurance of $800. That's a huge hit for a lot of people. You know, if you're a hunter, if you're a, and you know, is that for each gun? I'm, I'm not sure how, how that plays out, but it's a lot of money there. It would also, it comes with psychological evaluations, not only of the member, but also, I mean, of, of the owner of the weapon, but of the members of his family also. And it, and it gets even farther with that. They can interview then other people connected, including ex-wives. Now, how do you think that's going to go for people? Or ex-husbands. Well, either or, way. Yeah. Um, upset businessmen or corporations. My first question is, who's got, who has the manpower to do all this? How's this all going to happen? I, I don't know. I don't know on that, but the onus would be on you to get the you know, to get the psychological approval and everything. So there would probably be waiting lists, I'm assuming, and, and this would involve firearms that exist today, too. I mean, you know, it's, there's no grandfathered-in clause. So, Interesting. Okay. You know, the, I mean, obviously this is not law now, but this is what they're pushing. I just want to read the text of the Second Amendment because it's very short and, it, and to the point. A well-regulated militia being necessary for the security of the free state, and here's the part, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. This sounds like, an, on, on the surface, an infringement right off the bat because they are attempting to keep people from having weapons. That will be the effect of, of this bill should it become law. You know, it's very interesting because um, the United States is howled. The Constitution is how old? Um, our history is how old? The things that have happened to us in wars and understanding protection of being we the people in a free world of society of uh, a democratic, um, it's been working pretty good. I have, you know, it's like... Um, yeah, we had a hiccup with the Civil War, but... Yeah, but. <laughs> yeah a couple things, a couple things. But it kind of seems to me like, it. you know what? If it ain't broken, why do we think we have to fix it? You know, and, and that has, we did not get <laughs> invaded. We did not get invaded in World War II by the Japanese uh, because, as uh, Admiral Yamamoto uh, discussed with, with the uh, Japanese brass, he said, you, we, if we invade the United States, we will be fighting an American with a gun behind every blade of grass. You know, that by taking away the weapons, you, you destroy the right of the people to protect themselves. And the Second Amendment was put into effect to protect the people from government. And, and, and in the 20th century, there were 19 genocides. And according to the University of Hawaii, all of these were preceded by gun seizures. And by the way, registration of weapons, when you look at the history of the world, when weapons get registered, it eventually leads to confiscation. So, and I think it's very interesting that uh, you know we're talking about the Second Amendment and how they want to change it and um, get control of this. In doing that, they're also starting to and wanting to, and we see evidence of they're erasing our history. Yes. So we have we have nothing in the past to uh, give us 
wisdom, instruction, and understanding for the present. Uh, and it seems like if we don't, uh, we will be repeating history, which sometimes we already are in a negative way, but we have no point of reference for us to go back. So not only if we lose the Second Amendment, we're losing the Constitution, and we're losing everything in the foundation of which we stand on. I saw a, a picture this week that uh, our Statue of Liberty is um, going down for about the third time. Not totally, but she's there's water clear up to her eyeballs. <laughs> you <laughs> I know? hear you. Um, and so putting that in context, that's why we had this program today so we understand. We know how to live. We know how to pray. We know what the scripture says because it's important for our hope for today in reality of finding and knowing the truth in order to have hope for tomorrow, in order to know us how to live and to stand and prepare our families. Amen. We have to face it. And then we have this little other thing going on, right? Um, yeah, there's an attack on the borders. And that is something called the New Way Forward Act, another piece of legislation going through Congress that would actually remake the entire immigration system. And it would ultimately allow millions to come across the borders. Here's a quote from uh, from the bill that its purpose, it, it says in the bill that convictions should not lead to deportations. Now think about that. They want to break the prison to deportation pipeline. So in other words, in the past, if, if you committed a felony and you weren't a citizen and you were here, it was like, okay, bye, we don't need that here. But now... They don't want that anymore, and it would include even crimes of moral turpitude. I'm talking about child molesters, rapists. Uh, we're talking about violent felons. We're talking about falsifying a passport. You can get a pass on these and still remain in the country. Falsifying a passport. So you lie about coming, you lie about information in order to get here, and then they just say, okay, well, we're just not going to consider that and just let you stay anyway. Well, I would think if I was a foreign country and this was going on, I would want them out of my country, and they would be the first ones I'd let go to say, yeah, go, 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 go. Go sure. to the United States. We don't want sure. you here. And now there will still be some categories that where deportations are allowed, but there's also a, a qualification there that immigration judges would be given the power to nullify those rulings that kick those people out. And by the way, and I'm not picking on any groups here, but the law is even more lax for gays and transgenders. You know, just like you needed another, uh, another piece there. Why, why wouldn't everybody be treated equally in this? And now, here's the real kicker. According to this bill, if it passes, taxpayer money would be used to have the Department of Homeland Security put people on a plane in their foreign countries and fly them back to the United States if they had been here before and been kicked out. There are supposedly 480,000 of them, some figure around there, that would be eligible for this. It, they do that under something called the right to come home and then toss in free health care. You know, you, you mentioned the Statue of Liberty, and, and you, I think we all know the poem uh, by Emma Lazarus, or we've all heard the poem, uh, that is in the state park that overlooks the Statue of Liberty. And in one part of the poem, it re Emma writes, Give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free, the wretched refuse of your teeming shore. Send these, the homeless, tempest-tossed to me. I lift my lamp beside the golden door. You know, but I think it needs a new stanza. 
So I, I tossed a new stanza in, in this okay. week's newsletter. I think, give us your tired, your rapist, your drug dealer, your child molester, your violent felon, your sexually confused, your masses yearning for free health care. I lift my, hand, my lamp beside the open border. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's, that's what this has created. So it's tearing down our essential foundation of who we are, and it even totally defies the character of what the nation, United States, has been built on, biblical principles lived out, the combination of the Word of God and the Constitution, Declaration of Independence, and those things, and, you know, the whole argument of separating um, church and state has has been ridiculous throughout the years because the same founders who believers who made the constitution one of the very first things they did overall way back in history was make sure that the bible was printed and circulated to yeah the separation everyone. of church yeah the separation of church church and state has to do with keeping the church out of running the government not you know yes. you know i mean it's yes. it, they 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 flip that it's so uh, I'm glad you're bringing these things to our, our attention and that we need to be aware of it and keep it in the context of what's happening and be aware of the circumstances, what the world thinks. You've given us several scriptures now of fulfilling. We see the prophecy being fulfilled in several different areas for where we're um, moving and going. And what, as Christians, we, we have about 10... Ten more minutes, and I wanted to um, see how we wanted to conclude this because we've got to understand and, and know where our hope is, what God is doing, and what he wants us to be thinking, praying, and doing at this point. Now, I don't know if you want to cover um, the COVID thing and then go into that, but we've got to know um, where the hope lies then well, let me let me touch on yeah. Let me touch on that, and then I'll I'll go to the COVID thing, and then sure. we'll, and I'll I'll finish up here. All of this is about deception. This is the age we live in. I mean, we, the fake news, and and fake news calling real news fake news, and and real. You know. See, and I it is deception, but the other thing is, I think it is perception because people are putting out. I mean, we're hearing them say one thing out of their mouth, and we're hearing hearing them do something else. So the mouth is not matching the feet, and I know part of it is a, a deception, but I also think they're putting a perspective out there of how much they're bringing unity together and how much we're giving hope to people, and underneath all the deception. But the perception is out here that what you want to hear at the same time they're being deceiving, planning and plotting, although some of it is very in your face, but their feet are not matching their mouth. And we're not getting the connection of realizing the deception. Totally. I I get what you mean. I I get what you mean. And, you know, first thing Jesus said to his disciples when uh, when he began teaching on the end times, in Matthew 24, was take heed that no one deceives you. But if you're deceived, how do you know you're, you're deceived? You know what I mean? It's, 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 it takes a lot of study of the word. It, it takes a lot of study of what's really going on, what, looking at the history. And I think that flows right into what I want to talk about with okay. COVID here. Because not I want to talk about the big COVID lie. And I'm not talking about the fact that the virus isn't real. Of course it's real. And we've known people that it's taken. And, and, and we know that. But so much of, of everything that surrounds it, is a lie. It, it is a pandemic. 
I mean, it was wargamed so many times, and we talked about in the past, it was wargamed, and then they did it, how they were going to deal with it. And it's being used as a tool to bring in the New World Order. You know, for instance, we're, we're finding out that the vaccine is not a vaccine because it doesn't create immunity. And, and this is science now. We're, we're, we're looking at this. They never intended it to create immunity. There's animal testing that it doesn't create immunity because they gave animals the vaccine, exposed them to other animals without the vaccine or that had COVID, and those same animals got COVID. So, you know, I mean, it, it's not a vaccine. Moderna actually admits this. They call it a gene therapy technology. So they're messing with our genes. And I'm, I don't want to get into the deep science of this. That's, that's not the point of this program. But, but there's part of the lie. And in, in theory, it just lessens the system, your, the, the symptoms. It, it lessens your symptoms. That's why they tell you, well, yeah, after the vaccine, you'll still have to wear a mask. We'll still have to have the social distancing. We'll still have to have the lockdowns. I mean, th- because it's not a vaccine. One of the first things we learned about the deceiver and deception is that he's always about chaos and confusion. So the minute you cannot even understand this, and one day you hear one thing, and one day you hear another, and one day you have to do this, and you have to do that. The minute we're in chaos and confusion, you know it's of the evil one and of deception that cannot and should not be happening, plain and simple. The Holy Spirit and the Word of God gives us the the Holy Spirit to give us discernment and to give us understanding to saying right away, I got red flags going up. This does not make sense. Something's wrong here. But then our fear kicks in and we have to grab it because we're afraid if we don't do this, we're afraid if we don't do that. And it's masterfully planned interception. You know, there's biological warfare. There's chemical warfare. We've had a COVID warfare planned and plotted projected on us which is both biological and psychological in, yes. na- in nature it's, it's that combination because fear is is the big driver of the whole thing yes other other things in the covid lie peer-reviewed study tells us that the numbers were massively inflated now we kind of know this where we we've seen the evidence of this i'm going to quote here from an article a peer-reviewed study contends the center the Centers for Disease Control, the CDC, and prevention violated federal laws by inflating coronavirus, <laughs> coronavirus fatality numbers. Now, we, we've known that. The figures were inflated by 1,600%. 1,600%, according to the Public Health Initiative uh, and the Institute for Pure and Applied Knowledge. Second, Okay, so 1,600%. Take a look at this. The CDC has now admitted that people can test positive on the antibody tests if they have antibodies from a family of viruses that cause the common cold. So you can test positive for COVID and you might just have a cold or an old, old cold in you and you're going to get you, you end up in the numbers now. That's how they can get the, those numbers up 1,600%. Now that we have a little reflection back, 2020 um, kind of, you know, is pretty clear that we're, we're being able to separate truth from error. And I, I even said on my Facebook page the other day, a lie will continue to roll until it hits truth. I like that. And so we're beginning to find out some truth, which now enables us to figure out what we have heard and seen some of this is their lies. A lie will continue to run until it hits 
truth. You know, and it, in the in the newsletter and, and here on the radio and elsewhere on the radio, we were we were talking about this just using the circumstantial evidence. And what we're getting now is the, the peer reviewed studies. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and another thing in March of last year, the CDC was telling medical examiners, coroners and physicians that to kind of forget the comorbidities and the existing conditions, COVID-19 was to be listed in part one of the death certificates, that's the defining part, as the definitive cause of, cause of death, regardless of evidence, regardless of if there was any confirming evidence or not. So that another way that they were upping the numbers. And right now, on the, on the CDC website, they finally admit that just 6% of the people counted as COVID-19 deaths died of COVID-19 alone. So where does that put us in perspective for this program that we've been talking and putting things in context? How now do Christians need to live this out with what we know, what we understand for hope for tomorrow? We see the deception that's out there. That deception is being revealed. And at the same time, because we're putting this in the context of, of the scripture, we understand that God is in complete control of where this is going. So we have to pray in confidence. We have to pray uh, knowing and believing that God has this under control, that we are under his protection. He, we sang a song in church a couple of weeks ago called The Blessing, and it talks about how God is for us. And it, it transformed the, the, con- the congregation entirely as we understood that God wants to bless us in every part of our lives. But we need to be aware of that deception that's out there. Second Thessalonians 2, 9 and 10 says this, The coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan with all power, signs, and lying wonders. That's what we're seeing. We're seeing his coming. Not, he's not here yet. But we're seeing his coming with, with all the power signs and lying wonders and with all unrighteous deception among those who perish because they did not receive the love of the truth that they might be saved. Mm. Love the truth. Get saved. Get- That's right. And know the truth. Be in the truth. Wear out your Bible. Thank you, Rob Palazunski of Absolute Truth and Prophecy Ministry, atpministry.com. Get his newsletter and you will see and understand in context what's happening today so you have hope for tomorrow. Hey, it's time to take that break and we'll be right back. For years, you've been suffering with health problems. You've seen one doctor after another, but your symptoms haven't gone away. It's time to seek a natural solution. When the right combination of natural health therapies and whole food supplements join forces, you have Synergy. Hi, I'm Jimmy, founder and owner of Synergy Nutrition and Wellness here in Western New York. At Synergy, we teach our patients how to thrive holistically because God designed the body to heal and function on its own. Your body's ability to heal is greater than anyone has permitted you to believe. We have successfully helped patients battling health issues like acid reflux, chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, autism, autoimmune disease, infertility, and much, much more. You can take control of your health without relying on medications or surgeries. Get rid of the pain, depression, exhaustion, and so much more and start living the life you were meant to live. And it starts with a simple phone call. To make an appointment with a Synergy team member, please call us at 716-264-4248. You can also check us out online at 716synergy.com. 
I was under quite a bit of stress. I had pains in my head, my neck, my shoulder. I could not move my neck from one side to another. My hairdresser suggested that I go see Dr. Klavka. I was skeptical at first about going to see a chiropractor, but I was in so much pain that I said, I'm, I'm going to give it a try. By the end of the third week, I felt so much better. I was able to move my neck from side to side. The pains in my head were gone. The pains in my shoulders were gone. My lower back was not hurting me as much. I had a divine appointment with him. I do recommend him because he gives you his undivided attention, number one. He'll listen to what you have to say. He doesn't rush through his appointments with you, and his knowledge is is wonderful. To schedule your appointment with Dr. Klafka at Total Body Wellness and Chiropractic, call 434-3889. They're located at 6332 South Transit Road in Lockport, or check them out online at wnytotalbodywellness.com. Welcome to 600 River Road Apartments and Townhouses, where waterfront living meets luxury and comfort. Centrally located between Buffalo, New York and Niagara Falls. Call us today at 716-587-8700 or visit us on the web at 600river.com. Experience life on the water at 600 River Road. Feel like you're over your head with everyday life? You've come to the right place. It's Today's Living Hope with Linda Penn. Hey, welcome back. We're so glad that you are with us today. And um, my guest right now, and you know him, he's been on before, and he always gives us such inspiration and hope with, for us. And it's Dominic Zeccarelli, and he's with Total Breakthrough. And you know what? Our topic today, and we've had several things we've talked about in this two hours, but you know what? We want to really share with you what happens when God really shows up. And Dominic has some really um, good things he wanted to share with you because you know what? God has showed up so many times in his life and he wants to share with us how are the several different ways that God, when he showed up, what happened? What does it mean to be in his presence? What it means to understand giving direction, giving encouragement, uh, and even having some just wonderful, good miracles in your life, right? Yes, I'm uh, extremely excited. I was uh, thinking about this topic, and I, I, I really haven't shared a lot of this through my life. And I thought, uh, you know, it's, it's good to really help people realize that God does show up and that one of the things is, is that, uh, you know, you need to believe. You need to believe that, you know, God does love you, and you need to believe that, uh, mm. you know, so what you can start there. Also, I, I, as I go through some of these stories, you know, about, you know, God's presence and some of the ways he showed up to me, I think it's important to understand that it's, you know, God's word is every time you read God's word, he's showing up because he is the word. And so by all means, uh, these stories, if you haven't had any experiences like this, it has nothing to do with uh, the fact that God is all around you. And, um, you know, but I'm just going to encourage you, the closer you get to him, mm. you know, the more he will show up. So true. So true. So your, your first thing you wanted to talk is some, something uh, happened in your life when you were when you were young. Real young. Yes. Well, I just wanted to share this just to get started. But, you know, when I was I must have been eight or 10 years old. And I remember like this strange feeling. And I, you know, our family, we didn't you know, we didn't um, we were brought up and, you know, we weren't really churchgoers. And, um, you know, we had some form of uh, Christianity in our background, but my parents weren't real strong. And my dad fought in World War two and um he had a lot of mental 
you know, situation. So I saw a lot of that struggle as I was growing up. And, but I still had the sense of God. As a matter of fact, I started believing, uh, I started thinking that I, I might have been <laughs> the only one on earth. That's actually what I started thinking that, that what I was going through was a test for me. And I found out, you know, obviously through scripture later that we all go through trials and tests. And the good thing is, but I also started thinking, well, you know, maybe I'm special back then. I started thinking, maybe I'm special. I'm the only one here. But then, you know, you realize that we're we're all God's children. We're all special. So if you're on the lot, you know, if you're listening here today, that, yeah, we're all children of God and we're all special. Mm, absolutely. Because we're made in his image. He put us on earth for a purpose and a plan. And we and we have to discover that through life, don't we? Yes. And I just thought that back then it was a way I was sensing his presence. And then, um, the next thing that happened in my 20s, I mean, there's a lot more. I just kind of picked these out as I was thinking this week. What came to my mind as I was uh, driving with my um, wife to be, we were going in our young 20s, uh, going to an event in Pennsylvania. It was a blizzardy, uh, you know, it was like a blizzard outside. We had the wrong uh, tires on our car. They were probably bald. We were just, you know, young and not thinking too smart about doing that. So we ended up um, on a bridge and we started to slide. And um, my car started to spin, and we ended up hitting the guardrails back and forth on both sides of the road. And thank God we were on the bridge part because if we were on the other part, we went up down the hill. And as we're mm. spinning, I, I find myself looking right at the headlights of a, a truck um, that's coming, uh, you know, a semi is coming right at us. And then um, he swore, you know, he swerved around us, and um, as, as our car came to a stop, I realized that, um, you know, we were looking at all this traffic we had stopped. <laughs> and then the truck driver um, actually pulled over. He came over, and he wasn't very happy with us because he, he risked his life to swerve around us. But the thing that I really remember, the reason I brought this up, is that it was a traumatic experience. But at the time, I remember as we were spinning around in that car, having a piece that everything was going to be okay. And, you know, when, so when I look back at my life, it was a story where I realized, wow, God was really with me there because we weren't in fear. We actually got out of the car. We parked the car on the side of the road. Somehow somebody picked us up, and I don't know how, and brought us to the meeting. And we continued on with our day. But that's kind of how my life is. You know, um, I just we just continue. So that was um, kind of one of the first times I really felt a peace when I really should have been in, you know, probably anxiety. Oh, in a um, panic, right? Absolutely. Yeah, so it was kind of cool to see God, you know, show up there. And then um, as time went on, I was in, you know, this this next story. Um, I'm just going to go up to when I just, I had saw a, a new business, our family business. Uh, we were going through, uh, you know, we were going to close down at one time. We, my, my brother owned the company. We had over 800 employees, but everything was crumbling. So I was looking for a new opportunity. Um, had no money coming in. Um, and I'm, I went to Detroit, Michigan, and I was in Detroit, Michigan, and I hear, heard in my, in my spirit um, Second Chance Business. And where that came from was I was listening to a testimony, and it's so important people give their testimonies, of a gentleman that um, he was sharing that he had gotten involved with this company, and I was thinking, of, you know, moving forward in this company, and how he was going through a very difficult time in his life for about a year, and when he was going through this time, he really couldn't work the business, but the founders had come in and helped him out. And he said at the end of the year, he had made, he had made more money. And as I'm listening to his testimony, I, I hear something, 
and I don't hear this a lot, but it, it said second chance business. And I was thinking, okay, well, I knew a lot of people that needed a second chance because the company, like I said, we had a lot of employees. There was a lot of other people in the same industry that their businesses were falling apart. And I said, well, I'm going to go out. And, you know, I thought second chance, it was a second chance financially. It turned out it was. Uh, six months later, though, I found myself um, in foreclosure on my on my house. And I'm thinking to myself, did I make the right decision? You know, my my uh, I hadn't really told uh, my wife how bad it was over those six months in terms of how far behind I was getting. I was four months behind in my mortgage. You get this foreclosure notice. There's going to be no Christmas at my house. And then all of a sudden, mm. um, enough money, came, you know, that next month came into my household to pay off my foreclosure. And a thought came to my mind that I, I would never have to work for somebody else again. And it was another time where I heard second, so the second chance business did turn out to be, and when God, you know, here's what I found out about God, you know, like anytime he shows up or anytime he speaks to you, you know, the kingdom of God is about increase. So financially, um, I had a windfall, went from desperate to unbelievable. I actually said this is, to me, it was a miracle. I had no clue how that, all that money could have come into this business in that short of time. So anyways, a lot of other people that had gotten involved with me, they all they had the same. And it turned out to be um, so much more than just the financial um, income. It led me to another area. You know what? God is always working in our lives, <coughs> and he's always working around us. And so uh, sometimes when things get a little thin in between, we forget that he is working around us all the time. And don't you just love it when God chooses to sh just show up for us? I mean, I... I what a blessing. As I look back, and sometimes you can look back when you're going through bad times, and you could say, you know, where are you? But when I really look back, uh, he was always there. And I, th I just encourage, you know, everybody on the line, you know, you have to really just look back in your life and realize that if you really think about it, God has always been with you um, mm -hmm. if you're a follower. Um so it, it went on from there where, um, so I got this financial blessing, and uh, but God was up to something else. So one day, um, so in that company, I actually was invited to, um, it was a secular company, and I'm invited to like a, a small worship gathering of about 50 people, multicultural people, which is, which, um, which was pretty, uh, which I thought was really awesome. That, and I, I was, I, I got really attracted to it. So I, I went home, and I was praying in my yard with one of my, uh, friends, and we were praying about whether we should get involved with this group of people that would do this worship um, time, Bible study time, or whatever they called it at the time, um, four times a year at this company's quarterly events. So as we're praying, in a prayer area on my side of my house, and we're praying, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, there's a thunder and lightning hits the sky. But there's no rain. It's like thunder, lightning, thunder, lightning. And we're sitting there going, because we're, I go, is that our answer? And it was like the, the, the sky lit up for us. And so I go back uh, to the next event, and I start talking to a gentleman that was running this worship service. And he asked me to get on a, a conference call. And then I go back to the next event. I think it was the next event or real soon after that. And he goes, and he goes, I don't know why I'm doing this. He goes, but I have to leave the company. He goes, there's other people on the team now, and you're a noob. He goes, but for some reason, I think that you should um, put
put on this event from now on. And I had no background being in, in ministry or, uh, you know, didn't go to school or anything, but I had prayed about it, and I, I, I re- reflected back to what happened when I was praying, and I said, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing, like, from that day on, I mean, with no experience, you know, when God, when God shows up, it turned out to be that, you know, not only did I get that first financial blessing, but now the, this ministry ended up going from, like, 50 to 100 people Eventually, over the 20 years I was involved <laughs> with it, it went to over 10,000 people. And You know, that's so, that's so <laughs> like God, isn't he? We think he shows up, but he's been there all along, and he was even bringing favor, resources, and providing and preparing you for the next good thing that he wanted you to do. Exactly. But the key is, is that though I believed, I mean, I believed in God, I believed, mm-hmm. but I, I started to believe that if I prayed, and this is really where it all boils mm-hmm. down to all this time, that if you pray, God, God answers your prayer. He, he will show up somehow. Like, it might not be exactly how you think it was, but he does show up. So when I looked back, I had no reason to believe that I should be involved with the worship service. And, you know, so all sometimes you have to understand is that because we're God's children, if you'll just show up after he shows up and you'll just <laughs> do what, you know, just take a step, a risk of faith that in his kingdom, it multiplies. So he multiplied that worship service. I can't say that through all those years. I was always at awe, like, why are all these people showing up? Why are so many people handing in prayer requests? Why did so many make people, thousands of people make a decision to follow Jesus? I said, he just is looking for people that are willing to show up after he shows up. Uh, he's just willing for somebody to have a yes on the table, and then he took care of changing the heart and, and everything in between. We're going to take a break, and before we do, I want to talk to you about Christian Business Board because this is an organization that's being put together, and it's about transform lives, transform communities. And we really care about you men and women out there who have been struggling and perhaps feel alone uh, in what has been happening this last year in 2020 and even going into 2021. And I want to tell you, we have Christian Business Board, we have a lot of things planned, resources, and we're thinking about you. So one of the things we are launching is this Monday night. You can go on Facebook, Christian Business Board Facebook, and here at 7 o'clock, Facebook Live with some people that are business owners, business of nonprofit people that have nonprofits, a fantastic, outstanding speaker by the name of Mark Kaufman, and we have you in mind. Our, we will be introducing our, our Facebook, our resource, some of our resources, our website, how you can get in touch with Christian Business Board. But right now, write it down. Yeah. Go to Christian Business Board Facebook seven o'clock monday night and for one hour you will be so inspired and excited about things not only now but for in the future hey we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back did you know that god designed the body to heal and function on its own hi i'm jimmy founder and owner of synergy nutrition and wellness here in western new york We teach our patients how to thrive holistically with natural therapies and whole food supplements. If you've been suffering with health problems, it's time for a natural approach. You have the power to take control of your health. To schedule an appointment with a Synergy team member, please call us at 716-264-4248. You can also check us out online at 716synergy.com. 
Imagine your heart stops beating for 23 minutes and your loved ones are told you would either be brain dead or dead by the morning. I don't have to imagine that because it happened to me, but because of the power of prayer, I'm alive today. Hi, I'm Dominic Seccaroli, and as a result of my storm, total breakthrough was birthed. If you have a prayer request, send it today by going to our website, totalbreakthrough.org, and click on the prayer link at the top of the page. Thank you, and God bless. Feeling alone, depressed, unsure of the next step? Just talking to someone who has been in your shoes, who knows what you're going through can make all the difference in the world. No problem too big or too small. In His Name Outreach has now added counseling through FaceTime, Skype, and various other options to meet your needs. We also offer classes remotely through a Zoom format. Come enjoy a class or counseling appointment from the comfort of your home. Call In His Name Outreach at 716-464-3681. For I know the plans I have for you, plans not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Jeremiah 29 11. Today's Living Hope has been a blessing to you and so many WDCX listeners. Host Linda Penn is here for you as she continues to bring you the best in conversation every Saturday from 1 to 3 p.m. to help you find hope to fulfill your purpose and destiny for living. You've grown in your spiritual walk with the Lord and want to support the efforts of this incredible ministry. Learn more about how you can become a sponsor or advertising partner today. If you are a business or individual, you can donate to Today's Living Hope nonprofit organization. All donations are tax deductible. Email lindapenn at todayslivinghope.com or call 716-906-4620. Today's Living Hope, empowering people with purpose and destiny. Feeling lost and confused about things? Here's today's Living Hope. I don't know about you, but don't you love it when God just shows up and you've had it in your life and you've seen him? And haven't you noticed that he's never too late, but he's never too early? And yet God is working around us all the time. And that's why Dominic Zaccarelli is talking to us from Total Breakthrough on some of the things and where God has just shown up. It's exciting, isn't it? It's it's awesome. And I was you, you were talking about CBB. I was just going to encourage people that, um, you know, as you're moving toward that event, um, just believe that God will show up, because what we're going to be sharing is Christian business principles, and those principles, um, the kingdom of God is about increase. And I really believe that uh, if you make an effort, you know, you got to come. You know, if you come to it and you're, you're struggling right now, or even if you're very successful, we can u- utilize you on, on the call, too, that, you know, God will God will come and meet you where you're at. And um, in my life, I've just seen that when he, he has shown up, it always included increase. So we're expecting um, an awesome, awesome time on um, Monday night at 7 o'clock. Yeah. So, it's um, going to be good. Yes. So I'll, 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 sh- I'll share a few more things with me. One, one of the things... Um, that happened to me as I was in a uh, same company, um, four partners. We were leaving an event in Niagara Falls. We had an event right here locally, and we went into the parking lot. And uh, so we're praying, and all of a sudden, I find myself surrounded and in the midst of a cloud. And I'm, I'm praying, and I'm going like, I felt like I was like in an airplane, and. So I turned to my friend next to me, Dean, and I go, Dean, are we in a cloud? <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, he goes, he goes, yes. He goes, so, you know, I, I, I forgot. I, I was thinking of calling him before I got on today and thinking like, 
what are the, what did that really lead us to? Because I know it must have led us to somewhere. But it was another time where, you know, we were praying and whatever we were praying about, you know, God just in the midst of that, it's just great sometimes that, you know, it just keeps you moving forward to whatever you're doing, whatever God's sharing with you. So that was just an awesome time. But I think some of those things lead you to um, more time. So this next uh, thing I'd like to share with you is that I'm um, – so I, I get invited, um, and I'm, I'm in this company again. It's the early days, and I get invited into a, a church in Buffalo, a new refuge temple. And uh, I had a couple of uh, a couple of friends that uh, we decided to go. It's probably 95% Afro American, and the four or five of us are, are white. And so we we go. We we went there, and we're have, we had a grand old time at the church. And I went back a couple times. And I found myself being led in the middle of that um, with my friend. We got baptized in front of the whole church there, which um, so um, that that probably leads to a lot of all of the reasons why I'm involved with a lot of multicultural things in, in our life. And even with CBB, we're moving mm-hmm. it toward multicultural. So I leave there, and then um, I find out through uh, two of the uh, my friends that were going there that they had a tent meeting. And um, it was on the east side of Buffalo, and uh, they had went, and they had found me uh, somewhere. I think I was at the Italian Festival or something. They go, you got to go to this tent meeting because we were there last night, and we both um, had an experience with the presence of God. And I, I was all about that. I said, okay, I'll go. So I went, and I remember sitting there, and I was listening, and I was really expecting something to happen based on my two friends. I mean, at the time, I was just always mm. expecting the presence of God. I was always expecting some sign or something happening that would lead me to another place. So I'm there, and he's closing up, and I'm getting discouraged, and I'm getting disappointed. I'm going, oh, I thought he'd call me up. I thought he was going to give me a word. And he stops closing the event, and all of a sudden, he looks right at me and goes, you, come here. So I'm going, wow. So I walked up. He starts sharing with me. And before you know it, I find myself, I am overcome by the power of the Holy Spirit. I'm on the Mm. ground. And he's speaking over me. And he's sharing with me. And the only thing I remember is that I was going to have a visitation from the Lord. And Mm. I'm thinking, so I go, wow, that's, that's pretty wild. So I leave there. And, uh, so I, I took a family uh, vacation or somewhere right after that, and I had come home early by myself. So I'm home by myself. My family, uh, my wife and my three children were with my brother-in-law in Nevada, and I'm home alone. And all of a sudden, it came to me about this visitation, this word, and I started to get scared. So I'm in my house, and I'm, mm. I can't sleep. I'm actually scared, so I turn on the Christian television all night. Nothing happened, but it just showed you that it was something that I was expecting. Like, for what? So I ended up. Um, I, I. So I get that word, but then about a month later, my wife is you know with me at night, and all of a sudden there's this wind that's blowing back and forth in my room, and I I wake up my wife and I'm go. Do you feel that? Do you hear that? And she's going no, and I remember laying there and I felt the Lord was telling me to come outside. I had a prayer area outside that I talked about before. And I'm saying, I'm not going outside. I was like, I was, I was scared. I mean, I'm thinking, 
feel like I'm hearing from God. I'm not going to go outside. I mean, think about that. <laughs> you know, go meet God outside. So I made a deal. I said, I'll go get my Bible. So I went downstairs and got my Bible and a devotional. I gave my wife the devotional. I opened up my Bible. And uh, so I'm turned uh, away from my wife on the side of the bed. And I'm thinking she's reading the devotional on the other side. But she never felt the experience. So she went right back to sleep. So I'm, I didn't know this. So I, I ended up reading my Bible and falling asleep. Well, the next day, um, uh, I told her, I go, what did you, I asked her again. And she goes, no. She goes, but I did pick up, um, I did go and I finally read the devotional on the day. It was, you know, it was by date. And I said, great. I go, I got to tell you what I read this. And I put me right to sleep. It was about when Jesus was on the road to Damascus. I mean, well, not Jesus. The two men were on the road for Damascus after Jesus had rose from the dead. And they were sad, and Jesus kind of joined them, but they didn't know it was Jesus, and he was walking with them. So they had a visitation mm-hmm. from um, Jesus, but they didn't know it until they actually, he read a lot of scripture to them, and he, which I was doing that night. Then, then he got with them, he broke some bread, and then they, their eyes opened up, they realized it was him, and then he disappeared. So I told my wife, I go, that's what I read. She goes, oh my gosh, she goes, this devotional is Luke and it was like Luke 24, and she, she read exactly what it was. It was the devotional was the exact same scriptures that I was reading that night that when she opened up the devotional for that day. So it was kind of like a confirmation that this wasn't a dream, that this happened to me, that, you know, it was like a, the next day, and I was like blown away that I'm reading. I opened my Bible to those scriptures, and my, the, you know, that devotional was on the exact same scriptures. And it was about a visitation from Jesus, and I'm saying, wow, I go, you know, the Lord did show up. And then what happened right after that, um, I went to go see a jet, uh, another event um, at a church, this name, Jesse DePlantis, I believe his name was, and I, I grabbed his book. It was called Close Encounters of the God Kind. And as I'm reading his book, he had the exact same experience with the wind, God telling him to move. He was scared. <laughs> and the story mm. was pretty much identical to what I went through. And then Years later, I was in Michigan doing an event, and I met um, a friend of uh, my partner out there, and he shared with me the exact same story about the wind in the room and his experience with the Lord. And I said, wow, I go. So that was, that was years later. So. You know, it's so important that we really realize and not take for granted that God can and will show up and that we need to be in our spirits know and in our depth of who we are we know because of who he is and how he has saved us and how he works in our lives that he not only does show up but he wants to show up yes and all we have to do is then be as sensitive as you've been over the years to know readily through your spirit that this is god and he's showing up And we could go on with the story, and we only have about a minute and a half, but out of all of this and God showing up, you have started Total Breakthrough. Yes. Total Breakthrough and what it means, and I want our listeners to really spend some time going to totalbreakthrough.org and learn all about it, why it's there, how it's to encourage and help people. And you're very active, and you have networking, and you have a prayer source and a line that is phenomenal for people who are praying. So 
God will show up in other people's lives. And I know we have listeners right now who say, man, I need that in my life. Yes. And I'm saying go to totalbreakthrough.org and get a on prayer request. prayer request or contact or donate. And that's why you're also part of CBB, Christian Business Board, because we believe that God wants to encourage and use men and women in business for such a time as this. And this has been a tough year. This yes. has been a really tough year. So come join us because he not only will you be blessed and he will show up, but he will bless your he will bless your business and increase uh, whatever you're going through. Yes, Christian Business Board Facebook page Monday night at seven p.m. and please spread the word. Thank you, Dominic. It's always a pleasure to have you on today's I'm, Living Hope. I'm glad I showed up. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you showed up because God showed up too. Hey, hey, we'll see you next week. The preceding program has been furnished by Today's Living Hope.